Hi everyone, my name is Bev and you're listening to Entrepreneurs Generations Apart on Radio Karam, a show with a focus on interviewing business owners from different generations and industries driven from a simple question, what drives people to build businesses and thrive in doing work that they love? Today on episode four, we have a little twist. I'm going to turn the spotlight on myself for the last show of 2021. Like a true entrepreneur, I have many hats. I'm going to ask myself some fun questions. Today, I'm Bev Wilkinson, the founder of an organisation called Celebrate Living History, author of two books and a speaker based in Melbourne. So, Bev, can you tell us a little bit about your background and what inspired you to become an entrepreneur? Well, looking back, um, I didn't set out on becoming an entrepreneur, I actually just fell into entrepreneurship, actually started way back in 2011 uh, when I joined the NICE program. Um, So this program enables you to learn about starting and creating a business. Um, It also enabled me to create a business plan. And I started my very first business called Golden Days Images, um, which was a turning old photos to CD um, and then putting that to music um, uh, for the seniors in my local community. Um, so, <laughs> funnily enough, um, it was just at the dog park. I was talking to my friend about my new business. And she says, no, you know, why don't you create an, an exhibition to um, celebrate these stories and use it as a marketing platform um, for your business? And I said, okay, cool, that sounds like a really cool idea. Like, I had never actually (laughs) run an exhibition. I had no idea what to do. But I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, I'll do that. And um, so I actually spoke at all these community groups, um, the Frankston National Seniors, the Provost, um, all these little community groups about my exhibition in Frankston. And it was held at Bartist at the time. It's no longer there. Um, and, you know, I've been interviewing all these, these seniors in the community and one of them actually stood out, um, Dorothy Dempster, and she was talking about her uncle who, um, uh, who used to um, give out free uniforms um, to, to students um, who couldn't afford uniforms. And, you know, it's these little stories that, you know, that people don't know within the community and it's those little acts of kindness I thought you know it would be sad if I wasn't there to document this story and I wasn't there to actually hear this story that has never been heard before um, except from Dorothy Um, so after hearing her story actually (laughs) I um, booked a a ticket to the Gold Coast Um, that's where I actually studied journalism at Griffith University and um, yeah I randomly (laughs) decided to fly up to the the Gold Coast and um, stay at Backpackers and (laughs) see my old lecturer um, Professor Stephen Stockwell and I didn't organise any plans, I didn't like email him, I didn't call him, I just thought I'm going to rock up and um yeah, so I flew up to the Gold Coast and I um, I made it to Griffith University and um, I knocked on the door and um, I saw Stephen just sitting there on the floor surrounded by all these books and I actually gave him like a massive fright and I'm like, hey Steve, I hope you remember, remember me. Like I have this idea um, of an internship program um, to connect 
young people um, with seniors and to document their stories within the community. Um, I really hope you like this idea. And um, luckily for me, um, that was the very beginning of Celebrate Living History, um, which is next year is going to be our 10th year of running, which is a massive achievement. Um, he would have thought like an idea in my head would actually go on to document all these stories um, for 10 years. So we've not only had students from Griffith University, but students from Swinburne University. And these stories range from like love stories to war stories to even like Filipino recipes. Like it's a whole range of really interesting stories. And I'm so proud to actually, you know, be the one to, to make that happen. So, so yeah, so that's what inspired me to become an entrepreneur um, in a roundabout way, I suppose. Um, so what were the struggles you faced when starting your organisation? So at the time, I, I really didn't know <laughs> what I was doing. Um, I think it was just lack of knowledge, really. Um, but then again, if I knew what I'd have to do, I don't think I would have pursued it because it's a lot of work, particularly like legalities. Um, like when I organised an exhibition in Frankston, I didn't know that you had to have public liability insurance. You had to make sure like your food was um, specially catered, um, stuff like that. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is so full on. Um, but yeah, it's all the little things um, and it's like making sure that your seniors like do sign a release um, when they share their stories, um, particularly um, if their stories are going to be on social media, um, stuff like that. They really need to know where their story is going to be. So it's being mindful of all those little things, um, which I learnt along the way. Um, but yeah, that that didn't hinder me from continuing like I absolutely love um, running the organisation and it's led to so many great friendships um, and I'm so absolutely proud of what I've achieved. Um, so what do you like most about your own organisation? Um, well I like um, that I get to do what I'm passionate about um, I love connecting with the young people I love like hanging out with the seniors um, just before I arrived at the radio station today, I went up to Frankston High School and I donated um, some of the images I took of the seniors um, for the, the Frankston High School reunion that they run every year. And it was really cool to be able to contribute that and have these stories hopefully um, celebrated by, by their students in the History uh, Museum. And... Um, so yeah, so it's um, yeah, it's really cool to have um, these stories being shared um, within the community, and I also got to go to the the village Baxter as well. So hopefully, um, the photos from the exhibition I curated will also be celebrated there. Um, but yeah, I just you know, if you love what you do, it it doesn't feel like work. So you know, definitely pursuing what I love is is what I love to do and I get to use my skills from university as well which makes me extremely happy. Uh, so what gave you the idea of publishing two books? Well I've always loved the written word um, 
both um, entrepreneurs generations apart um, and diaries of a casual worker <laughs> just started as an idea. Um, entrepreneurs generations apart really just started off as just an idea. Like I, I was curious to find out if there are people out there like me who are a little bit crazy, who have all these wonderful ideas and decide to go out there and make stuff happen. Um, and that's actually what made me start off that book. And then after looking at all their stories, I'm like, well, can I make this into a book? Can I cherish these stories for future generations? And that's really what drove me is their advice and the knowledge that I gain. I know that other people would learn from that as well. Um, in regards to diaries of a casual worker, um, I'm so proud to have worked across so many industries. Um, you know, I've worked in a call centre, I've worked in as a camp counsellor, I've worked at Luna Park as a ride operator, like my work is so <laughs> diverse and, um, you know, that's what is part of me as well um and people always want to hear that story so you know literally that book started off on the way to my call center job um on my phone like I just have a Microsoft Word app so literally I was typing in to my app every day at 6am on the way to work and you know and after like two years that literally became a book and I um I just fixed it up on the computer and I just made it flow a little bit more like on the computer so it's um having that outlet to share my stories and I hopefully that inspires people to go look you know I work in casual employment and I can still do what I want to do I can still do what I'm passionate about um, and you're not just limited to limited to your actual role so you know that's what funds me to to do what I love um, and it's not all of me but it is very much a part of um, who I am and what I do. Um, so what advice would you give to those considering doing what they are passionate about? Um, so just start, literally just start. If you have an idea, all you can do is start. Um, if you fail, then that's totally okay. At least you know that you have started. At least you know that, you know, you gave it a go. Um, and I think particularly when interviewing seniors as well, um, sometimes they do have a lot of regrets. Like, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. You don't want to look back and regret that you never actually went out and gave it a go. Um, literally just start, um, just try your best. Um, if you <laughs> are interested in a particular industry, maybe chat to those who are in the industry that you want to be in and learn from them, learn from the experts, maybe just ask them for a cup of tea or a cup of coffee and go, hey, how can I actually do this? What can I do? What did you do? Um, just be curious um, and try. Um, so are there any books that have helped you over the years as a business owner or even in life? Um, so I am, I love Andrew Denton. So he is, um, someone that I look, look up to. Um, so he has a series of books, um, Enough Rope, um, with Andrew Denton. And I just, I love his interview style. Um, and he inspired me so much um, while I was at university. Um, I would just comb through his interview and 
you know, just learn because he's very conversational and he has a great rapport with people. And I've learned so much from just reading the questions that he asked and just simply just learning from, from reading his books. Um, also, there is the Top 5 Regrets of the Dying um, by Bronnie Ware. Um, and it's really an inspiring book. Um, so Bonnie um, writes about her experience working with um, the elderly um, before that they're due to um, pass away in, in palliative care. And she just writes about her her lessons and what she's learnt um, from from these seniors. And it's really inspiring to read um, all these lessons that um, these seniors have imparted onto her. And I don't know, I just, I love reading, um, reading this book. So yeah. Um, and also like, I love lighthearted um, magazines. Like I am absolutely addicted to, to Frankie magazine and, and all those little stories that I can read on the bus. Like they, um, inspire me so I love just like indulging in different worlds and learning of other people's journeys so who is an older person that you admire and why um once again so Andrew Denton he's really inspired me um so much particularly in the journalism field um he is someone that I really look up to so yeah so if our audience would like to get in touch with you, how can they find out more about yourself and celebrate living history? Well, I have a few websites. So I have my own personal website. So that one is um, Um And there's also my socials. Um, you can find me on Facebook, um, LinkedIn, um, Celebrate Living History website. So that one's www www.celebratelivinghistory.com.au Okay. Uh, so thank you for listening to the show today. It's been wonderful sharing my story with you. I am one of 51 entrepreneurs interviewed for the book Entrepreneurs Generations Apart, which was made simply out of my own curiosity of what makes people from different generations create their own businesses and follow their passion. Entrepreneurs Generations Apart can be found on Amazon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Entrepreneurs Generations Apart. If you are an entrepreneur and would like to take part in future episodes, email Bev at celebratelivinghistory at gmail.com or connection at radiocurrent.org.